Hey guys, I'm Emily and welcome to the Made For More podcast. I made this podcast as a way to find encouragement for your soul. As I walk through life as a stay-at-home mom, I encounter insight and wisdom from God that I feel called to share with others. Through my own life stories, sermons listened to, books I've read, the Bible, and other amazing resources, I'll be sharing encouraging and uplifting messages with you. If you're looking to renew your mind, transform your life, and perspective, this podcast is a place to start. There are so many seasons in our lives. Seasons I welcome into my life are ones of abundance, blessings, and joy. One season I'd like to avoid is waiting. Waiting and uncertainty can feel dark and scary. Not seeing what's ahead, not seeing any visible results or answers to prayers can be uncomfortable. In a personal season of waiting, I started to really experience darkness. I felt like I had started to lose hope. I wanted to stop expecting the desires of my heart to be blessed so I wouldn't continue to experience hurt when things weren't happening in my timeline. Then one day I asked myself, how can someone lose hope when their God is the God of hope? Something wasn't right, and with God's help, I started to see myself clearly through the sludge. After already facing 18 months of waiting in another season, I thought I had learned all the lessons that God had for me on the topic of waiting. I thought surely I wouldn't need to go through another season of waiting, right? Things would happen quicker and in my own desired timing. Well, I guess you could say that I thought too highly of myself and pride crept in. As the journey of another season of waiting began, I had a gut feeling things wouldn't happen as fast as I had hoped. Nevertheless, I tried to keep a positive mindset. I promised myself I wouldn't be consumed with controlling the outcomes I desired. As time went on, I fell right into all of the old habits and mindsets I had the last season of waiting. I desperately wanted to just trust God and be patient, but I felt the complete opposite. Each month that passed, I grew grumpier and more frustrated. I wanted to be okay, but I wasn't. I began to feel hopeless and questioned if the desire of mine was even meant to be. See, we have a choice we can make in the waiting. When we feel we are in the dark, just like a seed that gets planted either grows or doesn't. My mom, who had passed away in 2011, had a birthday coming up soon. On her heavenly birthday, to celebrate her life, I decided to plant three seeds, mint, basil, and cilantro. I have to admit, mint was the one I anticipated growing the most. Two weeks later, basil sprouted, then cilantro came in two and a half weeks later. But my precious mint never even sprouted. I still had some remaining mint seeds, so I decided to try again. 
I researched the perfect soil conditions. I did all the right steps. Everything in my control I did, and my mint seeds still failed me. I kept waiting and hoping they'd sprout. And then three months passed and I had over a foot tall of basil, a fruitful cilantro plant, but still no mint. After my failed attempts, I had given up on it. When I think about the season I was experiencing, one of hopelessness, I think of my mint seeds. Unfruitful, unwilling, nurtured, yet stubborn. I imagine it as myself sitting arms crossed, refusing to open and budge. I know all seasons serve a purpose and ones that require patience my arms fold over at. I tell God, no thank you, I don't need this season, my timing's better. I pout, I brood, and throw pity parties. No growth happens when I'm unwilling to open my heart to let God shape me in all seasons of life, even if it's one I don't like. As time passes, God was planting seeds of truth in my life, opening my eyes to see myself as I was. One who needed growth, one who wasn't abiding, one who wasn't surrendering to God's timing and gripping too tightly to my own plans. In the parable of the sower in Matthew chapter 13, when you read, you'll learn that the seed represents God's word, and the different places the seeds land are different hearts of God's children. Ones that are more concerned with the worries of this world, ones that are distracted, ones that do not have any understanding, ones that are not saturating themselves in community and truth so their roots of faith never grow deep and they fall away when trouble or persecution come. The only seed that actually bears fruit is the one that lands in good soil. They hear the word and understand it. Thank God that when he plants seeds in our lives, he doesn't give up. He continues planting, watering, and in time he grows our hearts so that we can be good soil and become fruitful in due time. As we abide in God's truth, his word, and love, we become that good soil where the word can be planted and take root, bearing fruit, and shaping us into the image of his son. Dreams and desires aren't wrong within themselves. It is when they take the throne on our hearts that chaos prevails. We can still dream, we can still have desires, but they no longer consume us. The seed of hope remains as we wait in the season of darkness and uncertainty. We have a choice. Let's refuse to keep our arms crossed. Let's open them in praise and thanksgiving in his presence, we realize we're far from perfection. We can ask him to search us, to purify us, to prune us, and to shape us. We can say, God, I choose to let go of my stubborn ways. Please transform me into who you've called me to be. I choose to trust your ways and timing above my own. The only way I can receive what I need is when I run to God. When I seek after his presence, comfort, and in his truth, found in his word. When a seed is planted, it first grows roots. And when the roots take hold, the small plant within breaks through and emerges through the soil. That's where the transformation occurs. In the dark, in the deep, in the uncertainty and void. When there is nowhere to turn, 
when nothing in this world satisfies, we discover it isn't about us. It isn't about our plans and our priorities. It's about God's promise and his plans. Our grip on our wants loosen. We hear the seeds of God's truth and it is absorbed and we understand it. We begin to believe it and we live in it. It grows out from within us and we walk out the truths that we learn. One morning in early November of 2020, I was pulling out Christmas decorations. I tend to always want to decorate for Christmas early. I'm one of those who will have the tree up before Thanksgiving. My husband is not on my level, but I have leverage. My birthday falls around Thanksgiving time and I make my request of decorating early known each year. Growing up, my dad always had red beads that I loved to play with the string of beads that are around 10 feet long each. Instead of finding a way to keep them untangled, they typically just get placed in a glass jar for decoration in my house. As I pulled them out of the box this year, I was filled with memories from my childhood and all the designs I'd make with those beads. I'd swirl them around into a big spiral or meticulously lay them out in other shapes for hours. My son at the time, being a little over one, I thought, it could be fun to show them what we could do with the beads. I decided I'd try to untangle them. There were over 30 feet of these beads to conquer, but I was determined. My son wanted to join in and watch me as I tried untangling the shiny red mess. I've always had a knack for being able to untangle jewelry. Asked my old coworkers who'd bring me in wads of unworn necklaces they wanted me to separate. To my son, it looked like this was the fun part, and he kept trying to intervene. I'd get a few places untangled, and he would pull and tug and create more knots in other places. I kept trying to distract him with another toy while I worked out all the knots, but he kept on insisting on getting his hands in the mix. It wasn't until he listened and waited until I was done untangling them for him to see the plan that I had all along. As I was untangling, my son started to cry and get upset that he wasn't getting his way. I felt compassion and empathy for him. I didn't want him to be upset, but I knew these few moments of frustration would be worth the joy he would have when I was done. God has that same love for us too. He doesn't want us to be in pain. He is with us and he has the best in store for us. He wants to help change our worldly perspective to a kingdom perspective. He wants us to see how he sees. When my son looked up at me with his puppy dog eyes, I pleaded with him to be patient. I kept reassuring him that he'd get to play soon. Finally, he settled down and waited, and then he gladly watched as I finished what I started. He trusted my words when I said that he would get to play with them soon. It's the same way for us. If we know God has good intentions in what he's doing in our lives, We can trust him and patiently wait for what he has planned. We can trust that his plan is better than our own. After I finished separating the strings of beads, I laid them on our coffee table in one of my good old swirl designs. 
Once I was finished, he smiled and looked up at me. I picked him up to my height so he could see the final product and he said, wow, quite a few times. I wish I had that kind of admiration for my artwork more regularly. I knew the beads would not stay untangled for long, but I got every single knot out and we were able to create some cool shapes, words, and designs. He spent hours with those beads that day. If I would have stopped my work in his timing, he would have never seen what we could do together with them. What an image of how God works in our lives. He has the ultimate plan in mind. He sees the bigger picture even when we don't. He wants to work out the mess from our lives, the tangles in us and the tangles that maybe even we've created for ourselves. We have a choice to either fight and resist creating more tangles or to surrender our expectations and timeline to him so he can do his work in his time. We can trust him while we wait, while we wait for him to transform us, to shape us, to be more like Jesus. He shapes us while we wait. He shapes us to bear the fruits of his spirit. Sometimes in our waiting, we can interpret God's silence as a no when it might just be a not yet. Sometimes the untangling process can come with tears and pain. And when we are hurting, he is hurting with us. But he knows that it's worth the wait. Waiting is easier when trust is involved. And trust is easier when you have that relationship with God. When you know the promises of God are true. God is sovereign in our lives. He knows our life from the beginning to the end. He knows all the desires of our hearts. He wants to bless us, to give us a future and a hope. He knows the plans that he has for us and his thoughts and ways are higher than ours. He wants to walk with us in this life closely in our hearts, leading us in the way in which we should go. He is our light shining on the path meant for us. He will never leave us or forsake us. So when we feel stuck or in the dark, he's always there. We can have hope while we are waiting. He's the beginning and the end. He sees that bigger picture. He knows what's best and why. He doesn't have to give us all the answers in order for us to trust him. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Romans 15, 13. If you made it to this point, I want to say thanks for listening to this episode. Sometimes it's so hard to choose what is right in a culture that has many definitions of what is right and true. I want to spread the word and feel passionate about sharing truth with others. If you are passionate about helping others learn about what life in Christ is like, then I encourage you to share this message with a friend, post it on your social media, or just talk about it. I would love to have others walk alongside me in helping others become the light of the world. Feel free to reach out to me by email at emily.90.w at gmail.com. Or you can add me on Instagram at she who creates for him. And you can support this podcast by leaving feedback and ratings. Thank you for being a part of this journey. 
of spreading the word. Bye for now.